0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola.
1: Alright, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM on a Tuesday. Almost super Tuesday. What is that like a month away? I think I think it's a month away. Let's see. Six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four. The talk and text line. I decided to uh Text somebody two minutes before the show because I saw I just saw in an email I'm like oh this is a cool story I'm gonna text them quick because they left their their number in there and see if they want to go on with one minute notice we'll see Jake if you're listening you give me a call we can talk about your story oh it's pretty interesting uh, another story I got today it's on the wisdomnews.com website and uh police all kinds of police involved in an arrest of a sandy jong selling meth on a south side in a south side lacrosse parking lot last night and she's somebody that's been arrested before for doing this arrested before for doing a lot of this selling meth uh Last night she had 116 and a half grams of meth on her. She was selling it to a dealer, so she's like the kingpin. I don't know. It's probably, she's probably somewhere in the middle. There's probably some people above her. She's selling it to a dealer that takes it then to Prayer to Shane apparently, and then must sell meth down in Prayer to Shane. But uh, busted with 116 and a half grams while making the delivery, whatever, selling it to the dealer. And then uh, police got a search warrant, went to her house, 212 grams there. Now, I don't know, I'm not a drug expert. I'm an ibuprofen expert. Not even that. I just take a lot of ibuprofen. Probably going to destroy my liver. But when you say 116 and a half grams, you're like, whoa. And 212 more grams, whoa. I think they said, police said it was about $7,500 or $9,100 worth of the drug, somewhere in there. Depending on whether you're selling it in prairie to Shane or Lacrosse, I'm guessing. Seventy five hundred in La- in prairie to Shane, right? And then if you're selling in Lacrosse a little more expensive, or is it the other way around because it's harder to get in prairie to Shane? I don't know. Uh, but when you say a hundred sixteen and a half grams, two hundred and twelve grams, sounds like a lot. And back in two thousand seventeen, she got put in jail for thirty six months. Or three years. I guess, are we doing baby talk here? Like baby age? When we we do put people away for, for months at a time? 36 months. Three years in prison. Why didn't I write three years? I don't know. <laughs> but she got out after 18 months. So, what's that? A year and a half? Served half her sentence, right? And uh, just the stuff that I, I I read and then I'm like, wait a minute. Why are we doing it this way? So, I'm, I'm doing this on the fly. So... A year and a half, she gets out, and then she's busted again this, you know, last night. But uh lacrosse police say that the minimum, if you're busted federally somehow for selling meth. And she was busted selling quite a bit of meth last time. I forgot. I didn't, uh, how much is it? I'll have to look. I've got to go to another site. She was busted selling quite a bit of meth last time. One and a half pounds of meth. So I was gonna, oh, I was gonna do this. I was gonna do the conversion because when you say 116 grams, it doesn't sound like a lot, or it sounds like a lot. But when you do, when you do the conversion, it's only she was busted last night with a quarter pound of meth. So is that a lot of meth? I have no idea. Apparently, it is because you know it's the the the. The way they charge it is greater than 50 grams, is you know the the numeric term there. Uh, so she had three times that on her in the parking lot, and then she had four times that at her home. But 212 grams of meth is like it's a, po- a little less than a half a pound. So she had three quarters of a pound of meth. But when she was busted a couple years ago, she was busted with one and a half pounds of meth. So quite a bit more. Triple, right? Or double. Double the amount of meth. So not quite as much. But police aren't happy that she got out after 18 months, I'm guessing. And then she's just right back at it. How long has she been at it after she got out? Did she chill out for a while? Decide not to sell meth for a couple months? Did she get out of jail sometime in maybe 2018 or early 19 and... Lay low, or did she go right back to dealing? But if you sell a, a, a pound and a half of meth and get busted federally, it's five years in prison. So this, this woman's Sandy Zhang, lacrosse native, 30 years old, uh, 18 months, and then she's out. So that happened last night, and it's up on our wisdomnews.com website. And I'm sure if you go to the Facebook page, people will be mad about signature bonds. <laughs> that's what's coming next right how does she does she stay in jail until her court date or does she get out on some kind of bond cuz that'll be the next step i'm not sure if she was in court today probably not she was busted last night she's probably in court pretty soon though brad would have more information on that but he's at a judiciary committee meeting just all over the place so that happened uh the S- wisconsin assembly is Okaying bills because they're done in a month. Their session is up for the year. They're done for the year in a month. Uh, our state government. So the flurry of bills to punish people is going through right now. Uh, one is to punish OWI people who with OWIs. Uh, quite a bit. Quite a bit more. But uh, it was kind of funny because it's for people who get their fifth and sixth OWI. And it it triples their their sentence, which is, you know, don't get your fifth OWI. And that's exactly what happened uh, yesterday in Vernon County. Uh, A guy hit a power pole in Genoa, and eventually they figured out, oh, it's his fifth OWI. Not exactly what time, not sure what time that happened, Uh, but his fourth OWI was 14 years ago, so it was quite a bit of time before that. Um... So, and what was the other one? There was another. I mean, I'm going to get to this one in a little bit, but just another weird, where our state governments fighting each other about passing certain bills, and and then and one is over rape kits and just trying to get the the this bill having to deal with getting rape kits, you know, completed. It was, you know, the last session our government had it was passed bipartisan support just do it and then and now they're fighting about it again so there's going to be some hiccups and it looks like it's just a uh, partisan gamesmanship going down our state government again and also a little bit of snowflakiness i think um, which has happened a couple of times where somebody in authority in our state government demand something of another section of our government and they have some authority too. So it's one authority figure yelling at another authority figure and then they get mad. Hey, you can't yell at us like that. We're, you know, we have this power. You can't. And then they just fight about that. Like you can't just go public and and demand we do something. Um, Governor Evers did this a little bit with his homework assignment not too long ago. It wasn't like that bad, but, he gave him a quote-unquote homework assignment. He did it on on like grade school paper, though. The the picture of his homework assignment didn't quite figure that one out. But uh, yeah, our state government leaders weren't happy, you know, being peddled to like that. But he used to be the secretary of education, right? So that's his thing. All right, we'll talk about this rape kid thing in a little bit. Maybe Sandy Zhang some more. And anything you guys want to talk about, 608-785-7914. Oh, and this story, Jake isn't going to be able to talk to me, I don't think, but I might mention this story anyway. All right, we'll be back after news after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. If you follow on Facebook, lacrosse area alerts, it kind of gives you a, a vague description of something happening with either police or fire in the area or an accident where police or fire I'm, I'm pretty sure i don't know how they do it but i'm pretty sure they just listen to the scanner and then and then send out it's it's kind of a nice little feature that, that helps us and be like oh that's happening and then all right we'll we'll look into it if somebody's here not doing a show currently but uh, otherwise, your text helped, too. Brent texted in, uh, at least six different fire departments are at a barn fire north of Holman on TT. So anyone's going in that direction. North of Holman on TT. TT is currently closed, he says. So thanks for that, Brent. Uh, and I got that right before the show. And you never know, with with this Facebook page, you never know exactly the the degree of which something's going down. So if you just go, I'll, I'll pull up the, the alert. Structure fire, Holman fire has been paged to the 8600 area of County T. So it might be TT. So they might have that wrong. A barn fire requesting assistance from multiple agencies. So that's all I have. So there's not a whole lot of information there. Um, but it might be a pretty big barn fire going down. So avoid that area if you are headed home that way 608-785-7914 uh I was at the Y a little earlier today and of course like all the all the TVs have different news stations on right whether it's MSNBC, CNN, Fox News there's there's always one for somebody and i just and this story's on our our website as well uh just the the whole Roger Stone thing and he was yesterday he was going to be sentenced to seven to eight years in prison, and then that's being reeled back today, and prosecutors are resigning <laughs> after the Justice Department says, eh, we're not actually going to sentence him to seven to eight years. That's too many years. <laughs> so kind of like, what? Okay. All right, we're going to go to the phones. Number three is calling in. Number three, go ahead. You're on the air.
2: Now don't forget Friday's Valentine's Day.
1: Are we still doing that? Yeah, I guess so.
2: Well, you might have a heavy date coming up.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll have to think about something to do. Mayor, Mayor didn't give me any tips yesterday.
2: Well, he's keeping them to himself.
1: Yeah, right. Like what is that?
2: He likes to keep secrets.
1: Well, um,
2: anyway, we were talking about the car wash yesterday. Yeah. And I was afraid we we're going to have a car wash war.
1: What do you mean by that?
2: People cutting prices.
1: Oh That's no! That would a be war. terrible.
2: Anyway, the mayors, I looked up on the Internet today, and the city of La Crosse, if you buy a one-month ticket, it's fourteen ninety-nine.
1: Yeah, but you're not getting undercarriage there.
2: Well, I don't know about that. I'm <laughs> talking the city. Yeah. They got a deal. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's about the same at uh, the, other, the other ones around here, I think.
2: Well... It didn't, because the regular car washers, like Ship Shape and that, is for a month. Okay. So 29 days in the month is 58.5 cents to wash your car every day if you want to. Okay. The city's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah? Which figures out to 52 cents.
1: Okay, so it's a little cheaper.
2: All right, now, how would you like to have a car wash business when you had to pay taxes... In a water bill, and the city's in the same business you are cutting your price.
1: Well, it sounds like uh, they'll have to compete.
2: <laughs> well, here's the only way that I don't think you can wash your car for fifty-two cents when you got to heat the garage. You're going to lose that much heat. But I think what the city did, Rick, those eighteen thousand gallons of water that were leaking out of Memorial Pool they figured they're going to wash cars with it.
1: Yeah. So you don't think the city is paying the water bill over there because the mayor said yesterday that the the car wash pays the same water bill as anyone else.
2: I didn't hear him say that.
1: Yeah, I, he might have said that to me afterwards, but okay. Um he, yeah, I think he did. We we talked about it a little bit afterwards about, about the cuz somebody texted in a question about the car wash, something about the sewer. But I don't but.
2: think it's right when the city is going in business when somebody else is in it. People that are paying taxes and everything.
1: Well, you don't. Well, what? What you? The, the city has the airport, right? The airport is owned by the city.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, for, and federal, they have
1: the, car rental companies the out government there.
2: Government subsidizes it.
1: They got car rental companies out there, so the car rental companies and, need to wash their cars, right? And if nobody's going to put a car wash out there because it's kind of out of the way,
2: well, there's a car wash over at the airport, the old airport. They wash their cars over there for years. But At then, a, by the time they drove them from the old airport to the new airport, they got weird. dirty in the wintertime, oh, will follow me.
1: Well, yeah. So they've alleviated that problem as well.
2: Yeah, but it cost me two and a quarter million dollars to take care of that problem. That's yeah, but if you get a like. month,
1: if you get a month membership over there, it's fifty two cents a day. You're making money.
2: I can't afford to drive up there for that.
1: Right. That's why it's a dollar cheaper to go to the the car wash by the airport. It's a little further away. You got to make it cheaper.
2: Okay, you're not getting my point.
1: I, no, but I'm messing with you. I get your I point. I know you're just... messing
2: with me. You're going to get me mad. I'm going to go pull the bell stems on your tire. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But uh, just look at it. If you were out of business now, and the city's in the same business you are, take, for instance, the radio station down there. If they cut your ad price, you, your boss wouldn't be happy, would he?
1: Well, we would just have to do a better job, I think. I mean, it's just competition. I mean, just like what if a private company put a car wash over there? Then
2: competition. You're... I've been in business all my life and had competition, but I was never in competition with the city. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at, with the taxpayers' money.
1: Okay. I, I okay. mean, I, I kind of understand what you're coming from, but...
2: That ends the epistle for today.
1: Oh, all right. Sorry to get <laughs> you Keep angry. powder
2: drying all Friday night. All
1: right. See ya. All right. Car wash gate. That's what we're talking about. Six oh eight seventy five seven nine one four uh Eric's calling. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air.
0: Yeah, no, I got a couple of things. Uh number one, when is Mr. Knudsen coming on again?
1: Uh what day is today? Tuesday? He'll be here Thursday unless something changes.
0: okay, and uh number two, do you think uh Ron is gonna win his re election?
1: I haven't thought about it at all. Well,
0: it's kinda one. and uh, number three. I wish Main Street Mary in particular would call in because I miss her voice. She's a solid woman, and uh, thanks so much. I appreciate it.
1: All right, thank you. Worst voice ever. Uh, all right, we We'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? You're on the air.
3: Hey, I was the one that texted you about uh, sewer with the car wash yesterday.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't really understand that text, and it's probably like beyond my understanding. But yeah, go
3: ahead. Uh, what it is is the town of Campbell's wastewater coming from our sewers yeah when it leaves when it leaves the island there's a meter that we have so the city of lacrosse knows how to charge us for our wastewater to go to the water treatment plant okay and with where that car wash is i wanted to know if there was a meter on that car wash for the wastewater from that going into our sewers or if it was being prorated
1: okay is the the car wash in campbell there's it campbell is that what you're talking about
3: Yep, well, it's at the airport. I know that's technically the city of Lacrosse, but all that goes into our sewer, the, okay. the town sewer, in the end before it gets back to the city.
1: Sure. Yeah. So you're just wondering if the car wash wastewater is measured before it gets to the Campbell wastewater treatment, where you guys are charged for it. That makes sense. And I can't tell you that yeah, because I, mean, I have no idea. No, I know. <laughs> but if you emailed, if you emailed the mayor. And asked him, he would he would reply. He would let you know. He's pretty good at that. I'll have to try that.
0: Yeah, I'll have I would to try that.
1: Yeah, just go on the city website. I mean, it's pretty easy to find his email address and and ask him. And uh, I, I bet it wouldn't be too long before he had a reply. He also has a Facebook page. If you go, you know, or you go to the city Facebook page, sometimes that's easier to get a response to. So, yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll give that a whirl. All right, yeah, it's a good. Thanks for the call. That's an interesting question. If uh, Campbell Campbell sends their sewer water to the city of the cross, and then gets charged for it based on how much, you know, the water weighs. I, I'd assume, and if the city of the cross's car wash is sending their sewer water to Campbell's, you know, pile of water essentially, if it's getting weighed in, then they're paying more to the city for their sewer water, even though it's a city-owned car wash. I'm guessing the city. We got to take the city's word, right? The city is not trying to pull one on Campbell there. They're probably you're right we're gonna trust the city to not do that to not charge Campbell for their car wash water. That's how it works, right We trust the entities first. That's how it works. All right, so do we want to keep doing car wash talk? It's so funny like just everyone's man the city must really be second guessing the fact that they put a car wash at the airport. just a car wash. but those are those are good questions. I don't don't blame me for asking him. I just think it's funny that all the all the fuss over a car wash Um, Tom's calling in from Southside Tom that's who this is Southside Tom go ahead you're on the air oh wait not just wait Tom. Water
0: meter it counts how much water gets put into a system you don't need to count how much goes out
1: so it's counting so uh, I missed the first part of that The 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 car wash is counting the, wa- the water every, beforehand.
0: Every water consumer has a water meter. It tells you how much water you've used.
1: Yeah, but they're right? they're talking about sewer sewer water going back to the city of La Crosse. <laughs>
0: I know, but the counter for the water is you don't. matt water just doesn't appear from anywhere, Rick.
1: Okay, it but, comes
0: from a source somewhere.
1: All right, but I'm putting stuff in the water before it goes to my sewer. If you know what I mean, number two. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna hit news. We'll be back after this. Scott's comment first, though. Okay. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six oh eight. The uh, rug from Trump texted in. Is it car wash or car? He wrote worse. He says he's Norwegian, so worse sounds better. But I'm going. He spelled it worse. I'm going worse. That's how number three says it, right? Car wash, the car wash. So if you're Norwegian, I think number three is Norwegian too. Now that I think about it, I think he says that every once in a while. So yeah, it's not a car wash for me. It's car wash, I guess. And for mo- for other people, it's car wash. It's kind of like saying uh, Louisville, right? Louis- Louisville, Louisville. Where you say Louisville, and other people say Louisville. Where was I going here? Oh, Mike, Mike, not Mike Abraham. Rob Abraham, assistant police chief at Lacrosse. He might come in here tomorrow to talk. We'll see. To talk about this story. It's on our website right now. Um, Sandy Zhang arrested selling meth in Lacrosse last night at a parking lot. Selling meth to a dealer who's going to sell meth to Probably people in Prairie du Chien, unless he's going to Prairie du Chien to sell more meth to a different dealer. I don't know. I don't know how it works there, technically, but uh, she was arrested. Those two were arrested last... Well, she was arrested. I don't know if they got the Prairie du Chien dealer. The guy that was arrested with her, I believe, was at her apartment when they got the search warrant. That would suck, too, huh? Right. She gets arrested at a parking lot, and you're just at her house, and then police come with a search warrant, and then you get arrested, and you're like, come on. And the one time I'm here at Sandy's house, hanging out, doing meth, maybe packing some meth. Uh, all right, right, we're we'll gonna go back to the phones. A couple of people calling in. A couple of people calling in again. Uh, Trouble Tom is on the air. Tom, go ahead.
4: Okay, I'll uh, try to clear up the confusion with number three in the airport uh, car wash. The word worse? Well, Are that- we
1: going the word worse? Is that what we're talking about?
4: <laughs> no, I'm beyond that. So, uh, the, the first thing is the, the government, in, especially in the state of Wisconsin, and of course, the airport, that's federal, so they don't follow the rules. But in the state of Wisconsin, the government is not allowed to compete with private enterprise. Private enterprise, the private people, for instance, that own another car wash in La Crosse they uh, pay a lot of taxes they pay taxes on their property and they pay a bunch of taxes on everything else all their equipment and that sort of thing the government they don't pay any taxes and so it's not fair competition and so we shouldn't take uh property and equipment that is uh, tax exempt and and then force private enterprise to compete against them and that's as simple as it gets uh and so uh, I feel bad, but uh, number three is completely right about that. It's too late now for that, but n- number three is right to continue to make the point.
1: So, what, what do the. Uh, so, there's no opportunity there to put a car wash by the airport. The city shouldn't do that to help pay for the airport?
4: Well, what they really needed to do, if they needed. A car wash, and they didn't. But if they did, then they should close it. Uh, Just allow the uh, city or the federal government, whoever wants to use it, use it. But don't make it available uh, to people that would normally be going to the private enterprise businesses. Uh, And it's it's real simple. Uh, I'll give you some more examples, Rick. Um, Well, here, just sticking
1: with that. If okay, okay, the city has this car wash now. You're saying okay, only the. Only the uh, car rental places can use it. Nobody in the public can use it. So that's what you're saying now.
4: And not only that, but the car rental places—that is a private enterprise. They should pay for their own. They should pay, pay the taxpayers that two and a quarter million dollars, and then they can use it all they want. Um, I'll give you another example. 40 years ago, even 30 years ago, and 20 years ago, uh, we used to have all kinds of small construction jobs done by county facilities. If the county had a bulldozer or whatever, they would go out and do a little job here and there. They would even maybe pave some locations for private enterprise and compete against private enterprise. Well, the state of Wisconsin has made that completely illegal and rightly so. Uh, when the governments don't pay taxes, they really shouldn't be able to compete with a private enterprise with our tax dollars.
1: Okay. Is that all you got? And that's it. All right. Thanks, Tom. You bet. All right. Back to the phones. Eric's back. Eric from Sparta, go ahead.
0: Yeah, first of all, I'm uh, one half Norwegian, one quarter Irish, and a rest German, French, Mutt.
1: All right. So, say car wash. You, how you, how do you say? It? Let me tell you this car now. Wash. I'm
0: offended that you called Number Three uh, this worst thing. I don't say it that way, either, but I have to tell you, my Irish side is picking up now, and I feel offended that you that you belittle this man. Thank you very much. Hmm.
1: He's offended that Number Three says "worse" and I say "wash." Not ripping on him. That's how he says it. And uh, Rug from Trempolo, better watch out. Eric's offended at your text. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to get to this thing on the state assembly's okaying a rape kit bill. So I'll just read the, some of the story here. It's on wisdomnews.com website. And it's just like the headlines like, oh, yeah, they're okaying a rape kit bill. That's That's great. It's about time. It's been talked about for some time now. They were gonna. They were set to hand. This is how it's written. Set to hand. Democratic Attorney General Josh Call another defeat today. So that's kind of a weird way to put it. Uh, but Josh Call had has has made testing sexual assault evidence kits his priority. It's been. I think there's there's been a backlog for quite some time, uh, years, and and he's just been pushing for for this to happen. And bipartisan bill that passed. The Senate two two bills it's passed the Senate back in October, but the Assembly Republicans refused to do anything with them. So they just sat. Like you could have just passed them. They've been sitting around since October. Evidence, right? Rape kit assault, uh, sexual assault evidence, rape kits. They just sit sitting around. We gotta we gotta get through these. They're, these are evidential pieces that that could put people away, right? Like or. Set people free. Um, so they've been sitting around since October. Well, calls Josh Call the the Attorney General. He called on uh Representative Joe San let's see here, San Filippo. He's the chairman of the Assembly Health Committee. He called on him to hold a hearing on these bills that have been sitting around since October. And apparently San Filippo accused Attorney General Call of bullying him. So that's where we're at. And uh, then Assembly Republicans ripped the issue away from call and introduced their own bill. And this measure includes the submission and tracking requirements in the original bills. But it also contains provisions that require police to notify immigration authorities if sexual assault defendants and convicts are in the country illegally and to allow student victims to enter Wisconsin's school choice programs. Like what? <laughs> just added a whole bunch of stuff, and I, uh, you know, I think the uh, Senate Minority Leader, I think it's Hints, called the, he, you know, he 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 said this is, is just uh, provisions they put into these bills that are going to cause division amongst Democrats or Republicans. He could have just had the bills that were already passed and passed them through the Assembly, and and there they went. They would have been passed. But then you put all these little provisions in. And that's just going to cause bickering amongst Democrats and Republicans. And uh, they're not going to get passed. Because then Evers is going to veto them because they have all these stupid provisions in them. Um, Assembly Minority Leader Gordon Hintz called these provisions poison pills. I think he he said, uh, how sick do you have to be to play political games when we're talking about testing of rape kits? And then Republican Speaker Robin Voss had his own take on it, calling Hints a bomb thrower. So one guy's calling the bills poison pills or calling parts of the bills poison pills so the bills don't go past. And the other guy's calling that guy a bomb thrower. That's where we're at with our state government, bickering over rape kits. And that are now the bill's not going to get passed uh, evidence over sexual assault, rape kits. Um, So that's where we're at. Bunch of old men bickering about being Republican, being Democrat, and then nothing gets done. Uh, get over it. Both of you. <laughs> You're bomb-throwing, poison pill bickering. Maybe maybe we should get better in our state government. All right, we're we'll going to take another quick break. Uh, reset. We'll come back after this on Wism.
0: I don't want to hear about all of his basketball and all of his car problems and... I'm thinking, you're talking about lacrosse, and you live in Minnesota, and you work here. You don't even pay taxes here. I don't want to argue with this guy. I don't know him from a hole in the ground.
1: In case you missed Mary's voice, there it is. I was gone a couple weeks ago, and Mike Hayes and Mary decided to uh, talk behind my back for five minutes. It was super fun. I I enjoyed listening to to it later. I I think number three tattled on him that was a bash bash Rick segment uh, lacrosse talk PM while well, he's away and then uh, the hate listeners out there I don't even listen to his show but he never talks about lacrosse well how do you know I mean, you never listen to the show alright 608-785-7914 a couple of people had texted uh, wanting to hear her voice again so there you go I used to do animal fact of the day. I haven't done it in a while. I could probably do it. It's fun. I, I just I I'd I like to discover these like funny facts about animals. But the promo to set it up has got some imaging with Mary on it. Uh, Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot was in here yesterday. We talked about a couple of good things. So if you want to re-listen to that interview, go to wisdomnews.com. Find the pull-down menu. Go to podcasts. com slash podcasts, really, is all you have to do. And then just find the one with Cabot's face on it. I think it's me and Cabot sitting in studio. It's a little screenshot from the Facebook Live video. Uh, we talked about the car wash a little bit, which is continued today. Of all the things that continued in today, it was the car wash. Probably because it's the easiest thing to talk about. In that, uh, you know, the city owns a car wash. Why did the city own a car wash? Why doesn't the city just see if anyone wants to build a car wash where the car wash is? A private company, right? That's kind of what the argument is. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with it. But I don't own a car wash business that's going to compete with the city. not really sure how taxes and all that work when the city puts a business up, but Maybe they maybe they have a little bit of an advantage, but they also have a big disadvantage in that the car wash is at the airport, on French Island, that nobody wants to go to if they just want to get their car washed. (laughs) Like nobody's going there. I mean, maybe if you get done, get back from a trip, and you're gonna go home and you're like, eh, I'm gonna wash my car. It's right here. Maybe that happens. Other than that, I don't know. Uh, We did talk about a couple other things. Uh, Grandma's Gateway and the neighbors around that trail access point not excited about having a trail access point in their neighborhood, which I find weird. Uh, we talked about the Green Island Ice Arena a little bit, too. Uh, I want to talk about Grandma's Gateway for just a minute, but we're going to go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? You're on the air.
3: Hey. Yeah, Rick, one, this is Bill. Hey, Bill. One thing we haven't talked about is... Uh, they talked about all the streets last night getting fixed, the coming year. But what about Green Bay Street? That hasn't been mentioned. That's been bad for two years. and now it's really bad. I mean, that street is a—it's uh, just terrible. I, mean, I can't believe that's not in the budget.
1: Okay, is you Green know? is Green Bay? It's a city street too, right? It's not like a—it's not owned by the state or anything.
3: Yeah, that's a highly traveled street. I mean, it's right, yeah. right there by Niebuhr Plumbing, you go down through there, and it's just oh yeah. Bad. I- <laughs> It's really bad. I don't know what's going on. I think you should up. have but called yesterday and asked priority. the mayor. When you go up through the neighborhood, you see little side streets being fixed.
1: Yeah, maybe it's sh-
3: much traffic. It's this main artery. Yeah, I, it's a main artery, but it's a very busy artery.
1: I guess maybe yesterday you should have asked the mayor when he was on.
3: <laughs> I was trying to get in. I got there right at the end of the program, and I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't little, do it. Late. You know, I was there about six minutes too. Yeah, and he, he did good. I guess I didn't hear it all. So, like I said, but. Geez, yeah. I'd sure like to ask him whenever you have him on again. Is it next Monday or?
1: Uh, the first Monday before the city council meeting each month. So okay. it'll be next all right. month.
3: All right. I know when that is. So yeah. all, right, all right. Yeah, It's just something to throw in their ear. Yeah. Th- Thanks a lot. Yeah,
1: definitely. I do have a couple other things I wanted to ask the mayor. We just didn't get to him. Uh, we talked about, you know, like I said, Green Island and Grandma's Gateway and the car wash. Uh, I, I wanted to, to talk to him about Wi-Fi, maybe having citywide Wi-Fi. Which I think would be interesting, which is kind of all right around the lines of having a car wash, a city competing with you know your cable companies or whatnot, and having Wi-Fi. But I think if everyone in the city got Wi-Fi, it would be they'd be cool with that. Uh, we did ask him about Valentine's Day as well. Uh, but the thing with Grandma's Gateway that that the mayor did mention that so the the idea there's trail access point right under grandad Bluff the city's thinking about putting in and and then putting a trail system in that in that area because the the trails that are in there now are rogue trails is how the mayor described it, and they're sort of harmful to the area they you know they cause the the the, the problem that neighbors are going to or are warning about is erosion, but when people just put rogue trails in that erosion is amplified uh if if uh you know experts put the trails in they they take into consideration all that stuff but the idea that that's that's the big issue with the neighbors under that bluff where the trails would be in their backyards essentially is that oh no erosion but i feel like maybe they just don't want a couple extra cars driving through their neighborhoods and that's that's about where we sit there's no sidewalks on those streets so what if the city said, "Ah, eh, we'll put some sidewalks in for you. And then you won't have to worry about traffic because you can, you'll can, you be on the sidewalks. It'll be less, you know, it'll be a little safer. And, and then you'll have a trail system in your backyard. You could just, there's an access point right there, right down the block away, a couple blocks away maybe. And then you wouldn't have to worry. You wouldn't have to worry about extra traffic because you're not on the road anyway. I mean, how much extra traffic Do you get from having a a couple people use the trails during the, you know, during the day? I I just don't. I don't see it. I don't really understand. I, I live on a bluff behind me. I haven't had any problems with erosion. Deer travel, deer trails all up and down my bluff. But I don't know. I guess that's, I guess that's the problem. And maybe they'll eventually come to a solution or they'll just have to get over it or they can move. Right. Like that's always, Hey, you got a problem? You got a problem with America, move to Canada then. You got a problem with the trail system going in your backyard, then move. I mean, that's always uh, that's always one way to look at it. I don't think that's a great way to look at it, but uh, I would be all for if uh, the DNR or somebody wanted to put a trail system in my state land behind me. That would be great. All right. Might have Rob Abraham in here tomorrow. We'll see. But that's all the time I got. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.